Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Hello again, and my name is Hector Sabido, and thank you for joining us for Orgullo Hispano, a podcast provided by the Hispanic Leaders Network. I am excited to introduce our guests for this afternoon. Uh, but before I get to them, I would like to thank this, take this opportunity to thank our sponsors, uh, the Office of External Affairs at Baylor University for being our official sponsor for this specific podcast. Thank you to Baylor and even all of our sponsors in the past that have made this uh, available and readily uh, good to go for, for us all. Uh, but now I'd like to introduce my guest for the day. I'd like to take this time to introduce Jesus Rodriguez and Selena Perez uh, from Cocina Mia, um, previously known as Bombones. Uh, Jesus and Selena, thank you so much for being in and joining us today. I appreciate you taking time out of your busy schedule to join us. Thank you, thank you, thank you for having us. We're yeah, excited to be you. here. Of course, and so you know when uh, we were thinking of of our goal with this podcast is to really uh, highlight uh, business owners, community leaders, uh, movers and shakers, especially the Latino community in our in Waco that are doing huge things in our community, and obviously you two were at the top of the list, and so um, we want to talk a little bit about. Uh, your journey in opening your own business. I mean, you guys are local entrepreneurs. Um, I know you also have a lot of things on your plate that you're doing right now. Uh, but before we get to all of that and before our, our audience begins to listen, to get to know you a little bit better, if you don't mind sharing a little bit about your background, where you're from, and really what led you to the point of wanting to become an entrepreneur here. Cool, Selena, you want to go first? Yeah, sure, I guess. <laughs> so I was actually born here in Hillsborough, okay. Texas. Very so Central town. Texas is home. Yes, Texas is home. But my parents are from Las Bonillas, okay. uh, Mexico, the central part of that okay. as well. So uh, we grew up here. I moved to Waco approximately five years ago. Okay. And then from there, everything's been expanding. And here we are now starting awesome. business. Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> so uh, I grew up, I was born in Mexico. Tecopilco, Estado de México. Um, Entonces, si es primo de verdad. Primo de mexicano. 100% mexicano, ¿no? Uh, I grew up uh, here in Texas. Okay. You know, in small towns, Crawford, West Texas. Um, and then I moved to Waco uh, when I was around 18. Okay. So I've been in Waco since then. Okay. You know, so I, made, I was able to see a lot of development. Sure. Uh, kind of grow with Waco. Sure. So, so what brought both of you to Waco specifically, if you don't mind sharing? Work. 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 Yeah. Okay. I mean, I was from we're from small towns, so there's not really much options as far as looking to expand. Plus, I was going to college as okay. well, so that's what also made me move to Waco. Awesome. Yeah. We uh, ended up meeting at the Waco Hippodrome, okay, the historical Waco Hippodrome, and when it was still open, 
uh, we were part of the management team. Okay. You know, so um, that's how we met and we created a friendship along with the other managers. Um, but yeah, man, that's kind of our story. That's, how, okay. that's where we met. And then the business part of it started uh, when kind of COVID shut down everything. Sure, sure. And it gave us a lot of time to conversate while we were, you know, doing small things around the restaurant and stuff like that. And we're like, hey, man, so at that point, it was just crazy ideas. You know, right, right. But now, yeah, but that's actually, how businesses yeah, start yeah, with yeah. crazy ideas, right? Yeah. <laughs> now we're actually living it. Awesome. So, so for the audience that doesn't know, what's the relationship? Friendship, uh, friendship, strictly friends. Yeah, friendship, yes. uh, co-owners. Awesome, awesome. Yeah. And so, tell me, um, when you guys started talking about bombones, what was the idea? What was the goal there? Man, bombones really. It was, uh, I think, a. F- Fresh air. Okay. You know, I think we wanted to give Waco kind of like a fresh air. Of, sure. Uh, of something different. Okay, well. um, Bombones was that for us. Right. You know, uh, it was uh, kind of fun, catchy. It was different. Um, so I kind of think that's the whole reason behind Bombones. Okay. To kind of give something different. Okay. You know, different concept, different name. Okay. Not only that, I also think we we got a lot of like thinking as far as we've always worked for other people. Right. We've always been on a management team. So as far as we developed a lot of things for other people, we kind of, it gave us a little push as in like, we've been in like this area for a while. Why can't we do it ourselves? Right. So from there, that's honestly how Bonbon yeah. started. We're talking, I've always been in the service industry. He's always been in like the restaurant industry. And then, you know, you add those two together. Yeah. It's yin and yang. Here yep, we are. Absolutely. Well, yeah. Celine, something that you said that really is powerful. It's like, we've been doing this. We're working for other people. Why not do it ourselves? And I think so many times um, as Latinos or Hispanics, you know, we at times put ourselves as last. You know what I mean? Like we think I'm going to keep my head down. We're going to go work for somebody else. Make sure we're getting a steady paycheck um, and then just do what I got to do to raise my family. But you guys step that on the on the ledge here and and one that start your own business tell us how was that process like how did you feel like was it scary was it uh chaotic you know um, was it fun I'm, i'd love to hear your point of view i will definitely say it was nerve-wracking okay uh i have a lot to thank to my father he's been in the business world for quite a bit but we also started from nothing sure like, I wasn't able to do a lot of things because we just didn't have the money available for it. Um, completely but, understand. Yeah. He grew, ended up, you know, getting the capital as far as that and ended up helping me and Jesus. Uh-huh. But as far as, like, actually starting it, starting it, like, going through the permits and everything, I can definitely say, I mean, Jesus had a lot of studying. To right, do. right. Uh, I studied quite a bit as well. And between us two, I mean, it was just nerve-wracking. We just didn't know where to start, how to do it. But yeah. I think... That's one part of it, you know. Okay. Like you just mentioned right now, as Hispanics, and uh, when you live, uh, I like to call it generational curse. You yes, know? sir. You kind of I come from a background yep. where, te quedas dorado por todo, no, for everything. Claro. So it's hard to get out of that and be the first one to break that generational curse and start your own business. And um, so that's that's kind of the part that's really nervous, you mm-hmm. know. But it's also fulfilling for for yep. myself and for Selena, you know, to be first generation. Uh, business second generation for her but for me first one to do it to open a business right you know right. so i think that's kind of uh it's a feeling you really can't describe unless yep. you've been there absolutely you know? so as a hispanic yeah well and, and and i will say um voy a cambiar español un ratito mi familia y yo visitamos a bombones y nos fascinó la comida 
todo desde, desde los aperitivos hasta la cena, hasta el postre. Nos encantó, todo estaba riquísimo. Hasta fuimos con mi mamá, fuimos con mis hermanas, mis sobrinos, so, todos. Y no sé si se acuerdan, pero tenemos una mesa grande que estuvimos allí un rato. Pero la comida, la comida perdón, estaba riquísima que encontramos a, allí algo en bombones que nunca, nunca hemos encontrado aquí en Hueco. ¿Eso cómo se sintió como ustedes, como este, dueños de negocios que, que podían ofrecer algo que no podías encontrar en cualquier otro lugar aquí en la ciudad? ¿Cómo se sintió eso? Creo que eso es la meta, carnal. Creo Ajá. que es la meta a poder darle eso a la gente. Porque como hispano o mexicano, no encuentras esa comida en cualquier lugar. Claro. No extrañas esa comida de tu país, extrañas la comida de tu mamá, de tu abuela, de tus tías. De ¿no? Las comida fiestas. casa, ¿verdad? Sí, sí, comida casera. Acá, comida nada, casera, ¿no? así es. Uh, entonces, cuando tú le puedes dar eso a alguien y hacer que una conexión con la mente y que recuerden unos recuerdos bonitos de su infancia mm. o de niñez, creo que es lo que hacemos. Es lo que hacemos. Es lo más bonito de todo, ¿no? Que tú puedes darle ese regalo a alguien. Claro, Por claro. la comida, las bebidas, lo que sea. Y, y creo que también como mexicanos, nosotros ensoñamos nuestro amor uh -huh. en la comida, ¿no? Invitamos a nuestros amigos, a nuestros familiares a que vengan a la casa a comer. Y eso es como una forma de, de, de amar, de, de, cariño, amar, de cariño, exactamente. Así que ustedes este, este, traducieron ese mismo amor a la comida, pero en un restaurante que no encuentras en otro lugar. Y, y también he, hemos ido a eventos que ustedes son, estaban dando la comida también. Y nunca faltaba que la comida siempre estuvo un 10 de 10. Así que felicidades gracias, en eso, muchas de veras. Muchas gracias. Esa es algo bonito, ¿no? Uh -huh. Toma mucho esfuerzo, pero a la vez algo, son cosas simples. Y ¿no? también usted de otro país. Sí. Que viene de otro país, sí, comenzando sí. un negocio aquí en los Estados Unidos, que sí. es, vamos a ser honestos, comenzar un negocio aquí en los Estados Unidos es muy difícil. Es que, hijo, y mucho miedo. Exactamente. Muchos obstáculos y todo el rollo, ¿no? O sea, so, no es fácil. Uh -huh. Y por eso mucha gente no se avienta porque no saben cómo hacerlo. Como ya dijo, los permisos, uh -huh. es un rollo. Yep. O sea, buscar permisos. Cuando no sabes hacer nada, pues... No sabes, exactamente. No sabes, entonces... Y no tienes nadie que te está enseñando ni te está diciendo qué, de, qué hacer ni nada de eso. Eso te da miedo, pero cuando lo logras, creo que el sentimiento que tienes después de que lograste todo eso solo, con una ayuda, lo que sea, es como que... Algo que no se puede explicar porque está muy adentro, ¿no? Perfecto. Now, you recently went through a name change from Bolbones to Cultura Mía. Talk to us of why the, the name change and is there anything different that you will see in the restaurant and what can people expect as they go into Cultura Mía? Well, I would definitely say, one, nerve-wracking. Okay, Once again, sure. The changing the name as far as that, because it's a whole rebrand. Like Absolutely. We're, we're very, very new, so a lot of people don't know us just yet. They know us as Bombones, right. not as Cultura Mía. Mm -hmm. But what initiated the you know, the name change is as far as a lot of people have been mistaken us for a sports bar. I so, didn't realize that. Yeah. So they, they associated Bombones with the sports bar. The sports okay. bar. So it's one of those things where either people were happy walking in And they're like, oh, well, we're like the Hooters kind of vibe, which is, you know, completely fine. But that's not the image that we were trying to portray, is that. Wow. Yeah. So is that the main reason for the That's the rebrand? The, the okay. rebrand because, okay. I mean, as far as that, we don't want to associate as far as 
see ourselves as correct it's, correct it's a whole different concept absolutely we want our food to speak for itself yes and also show obviously our culture yes through our food appearances and everything yep. so that was one of those things that we were we're six months in so we're like maybe it's time like let's just go ahead and change our rebrand and okay Basically, with that, it was the perfect time to announce our bar that's opening. So t- talk to us about the bar, which if I can say I'm a little excited about yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> well, the bar, like everything she just said, you know, mm. um, it gets tied into our culture. Sure. You know, if you know the Mexican culture, it's very respectful. And right. It kind of led up to why we did the name change as well. Um, but the bar, man, we're excited. We're excited about the bar. Um, you know. Like everything we do is very simple. The bar's mm-hmm. not extravagant or sure. anything like that. It's you know simple, but the drinks uh, are amazing, man. Uh, what can people expect when they go? To so them? you can expect drinks that uh, aren't seen around Waco. Okay. Obviously, we'll have some that you know everybody has. Sure. It's a competitive business, um, but for the most part, we have certain places that make us different. We have certain drinks that make us different. Yep. Um, our signature menu drink. So we'll say this: our signature. Mixture drinks are made from scratch, you know. Well, it's delicious. hard to have a bar without simple syrup or anything like that. Sure, sure. We'll bring that in, but for the most part, all our signature drinks are being made from scratch. Wow. You know, fruits in house, um, our purees, our are purees. Made that is amazing. You know? So I think pushing that is kind of uh, one of our core values of who we are. You know, staying mm-hmm. true to ourselves, mm-hmm. being honest with our food, yep, being transparent. Um, we're very transparent as a restaurant, man. Yep. You know, we, we let everybody know our kitchen's open. Our open, our, yes, our restaurant yes, is open kitchen. Yes. So you know, you see us cooking, you see us right. what we're doing. Same but that's thing. part of the experience, yeah, right? That's, that's part of the experience. That's it. You know, um, so it's just exciting, and we'll have some really cool drinks that not a lot of people have. So that's all I can say about that. Okay, but so we don't want to ruin the we surprise. Don't, we don't want to ruin I completely understand. I completely understand. But uh, uh, we do have some cool things. Awesome. And so, so as we, as you transition to Cultura Mia, has the menu changed? Like the food menu changed? Yes, we actually rolled out uh, a new menu on the twenty first. Yeah. Yeah. Twenty first. Okay. We rolled out a new of February. Of uh, February, we rolled out a new menu. Um, we brought in two amazing new desserts. You know, so those I can talk about. We have uh, the horchata tres leches. Oh my goodness! You man. know, you know, deserves on my weekend. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then we have the torta de cielo, which is an almond butter cake. Oh, you know, everything's made from scratch in house um, with old school recipes, man. Uh, and then we have added some additions to the dinner menu. Okay. Uh, carne guisada, bistec ranchero, perfect. Uh, chile relleno con camarones, mm. queso manchego. But yeah, man, it's just a, we a vegetarian menu. Uh-huh. You know, we have a lot of people that are vegetarians and we want to make sure that we please everybody. Man. Mm-hmm. Give everybody a little bit of, of who we are. Sure. If we have to accommodate and adapt, yep. we can do that. You know, because uh, the Mexican culture, let's be honest, man, it's not much vegetarian. Right, you know, right. We, need a lot of we, we, we need some protein yeah, in there. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> but we're very excited, man, to roll it out. And I hope people, you know, that vegetarians yeah. we have now we now yeah. have that available and how has the waco community responded even from the beginning of you opening your business how have how has the waco community responded to you it's it's uh responded well man better than i could ever thought you know i thought me as an entrepreneur and her like we were scared because we didn't have contacts sure. you know but once you start reaching out you know, it's like a domino effect. Right. You reach out to one person that's willing to help you, and they'll contact you with another one, another one, another one. and it's a train effect, you know? Right, and right. Next thing you know, you have an agenda full of contacts that are willing to help you, so it's out there. Can we you know? know? And the community as well. I think that they've supported the, 
the flavor change, yep. the flavor profile of the food, the, the how concept. the concept, the concept. You know, because a lot of people, uh, let's be honest, as a Mexican coach, sometimes you're, I don't know, me not personally, but como que un poquito de vergüenza, no yes. mostrar toda la cultura. Yes, you know? yes. No, dude, no. Like I want to expose. Que bueno. I want to show bueno. it. This know? is who we are. This is who we are, man. Yes. And I'm think, proud of it. Yeah, I think for the longest time, the the Hispanic and Mexican community have always been like shy or yep. timid. Yep. In the shadows. Well, and, and I, so you bring up a good point. I think it goes back to, you know, something that was said earlier that, that we are taught, especially in this country, to just keep our head down, not to cause attention to ourselves or just do enough to do what we have to, but not really go the extra step. And so for you, both of you, to say, this is who we are, and we are proud of it, mm-hmm. and we are going to... F- not flaunt it, but just be proud of who just we be are. Proud, man. Yes. Just, just showcase it. You know, there's nothing wrong with it. You know, we're in a country, in a great country where we're sharing right. cultures. Right. You know, and there's nothing wrong with showcasing it. There you go. Through posadas, through food, there through you events, yeah. through anything, yep. you know, showcasing our culture. Because even, so speaking of posada, this past holiday season, mm-hmm. you guys held a posada at the yeah. restaurant. How'd right. it go? It went good. Oh, yeah, it went very good. Wonderful. I was very, very happy about it. It was actually cold that night, and we were not expecting it to be as cold, which I'm honestly happy it happened that day because the next day it was even more colder. Oh, my goodness. But people still came. Um, if we're being honest, people, a lot of people came for the rosary, which, in a sense, I honestly did not expect sure. many people to actually show up sure. for the rosary, but for the actual Posada event. Right, right. But it was very beautiful. It kind of brought tears to our eyes as wow. far as like, people actually coming to the rosary to, you know, go through it, the whole thing with us. And it was very beautiful. I love that. that. I love that. When I, I think you guys have seen, um, Waco has embraced you. Like I, like even before the rebrand, like in our circle of friends, have you been a bombones? You need to try bombones. We love bombones. I mean, it's delicious. And you'll, and so I, I have seen this synergy around what you have created as your brand, as your business, as your um, uh, a staple in the community, that um, even for someone as young as you are, um, have really made a huge impact. And so I want to congratulate both of you on doing that because that doesn't come easily especially with um i will say like waco is not it's growing but it's still not a big city and so word of mouth is big and so i mean for people to go over and over back to your business like for repeat business over and over and over i mean it speaks volumes of the type the quality of food and service that they get when they come to your business i think we're excited for the future man Mm -hmm. i think uh in the in the short six months that we've been open uh waco's responded very Mm -hmm. well Mm -hmm. you know like you just said we're our name's up there with 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 you know the big ones man and we're just a small restaurant right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we take a lot of pride yep. in the food Absolutely. and the environment and who we are as right. people. Um, so we're just excited for the future. But you've had a restaurant for six months, a building. Mm-hmm. But you've been in the game oh, for longer than that, right? Yes. So so tell us about that a little bit. So I've been in the restaurant industry for about 18, 16, 18 years. Mm-hmm. You know, I started very young. I got my first uh, manager job at 18 for Rose's Cafe. Wow. So... I was a travel manager here and there. I opened restaurants. Um, I fell in love with the restaurant industry, man. The service industry, you know, sure. serving people. Um, that's pretty much my background, and it's been a long time. 
Then we were talking about the how how long it took us to actually open this restaurant, mm-hmm. right? Like okay. because oh. you guys oh. had, <laughs> but but you guys had a food truck, right? Like you had. No, a, no, no I thought no, you no. did. We okay, from brick and mortar. We, that was it. So that's my mistake. I don't know why I thought like you would go to events and cater and and sell oh, your food. So it's funny that you say that. Before we were actually opening, we, it took us around a year and a half to two years to start the opening. We announced it a year and a half before okay. we even opened. Okay. We okay. announced that this was going on, but it's all, honestly because we really thought we were about to open and the permits and everything just got in the way. Yeah. And it was just one of those things where it got embarrassing because we were like, oh, yeah, in December. Nope. February came. Oh, yeah. June. <laughs> nope. You know, stuff like that always, always came yeah. up. Right. But yes, we were invited to the HEB Celebrity Cookoff, right? Which okay. is we weren't even open yet. So that I think that's where yeah. I first encountered you at the yeah. HEB Celebrity Cookoff. Yes, that was one of the first events mm-hmm. that we did, and we only entered for the appetizer part, which we won best appetizer. Congratulations! Without even opening, so I think we took very like a lot of pride sure. in that because we're unopened yet. Right, we're a restaurant, you know, trying to get there, and we entered one thing. And we kind of won in that category. So it was great. Like, I love it. Yeah. I love it. And then, and then obviously, I think, you know, at the time that you guys decided to open, like, it was towards the latter part of the pandemic as well. So mm-hmm. I know that played a part in it. Um, you know, it didn't affect, I, I want to say it affected as much as a lot of other businesses. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would say that... Um, if anything, it prolonged just the permit part of it. Sure. You know, sure. everything was backed up, and then okay. we got the bad end of it. You mm-hmm. know, the, mm-hmm. they were backed up with permits. It took a long time. Um, so, in a sense, yeah, it did end up affecting us. But we're so glad that we opened when you did. civilization mm-hmm. started coming back. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I was or, about, or at least semi, yeah, right? I was about, like, <laughs> yeah. hiring hire people. You right. know, nobody wants to work. Right. Uh, you know, everybody's kind of fearful of that. So, we kind of got... Opened in the beginning of it. Sure, sure. Became normal again. Well, well. before we end today, um, and it's been great talking to you guys, by the way, but I want you to tell the audience where they can find you, what they expect when they get there, um, and just um, any information, like websites, stuff like that, that people can look for you and find you at. Yeah, so Cultura Mia, you know, I just want to, Touch base on it one last time. Uh, you'll receive, when you go there, you'll receive a cultural connection. Mm-hmm. You know, um, if you want to come connect with your Mexican roots, with the food that you grew up eating uh, in a different environment, try it out. You know, you're if you haven't tried authentic Mexican, then you come to the right place. Selena, where are we located at? We're located on 123 North 12th Street. It's the corner of Washington and 12th Street, mm-hmm. and it is a white building, so there's definitely um, different suites on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a front, which is on 12th. And then you can always park in the back, which the entrance can be on either Austin Avenue mm-hmm. or Washington, mm-hmm. either or. Mm-hmm. You can go in through either um, entrance. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as our website, it's culturamiawaco.com. Mm-hmm. And you can also find us on Facebook and on Instagram as well. I do want to say one thing to expect when coming into our restaurant is we wanted, we wanted to click as, you know, close to our Hispanic culture. So... As far as soda fountain drinks, we don't really have like a Coke and soda like fountain machines. We Which I love. To, we have fresh agua frescas. Yes. We, always also, we make them fresh every day. We have a different variety, but we also do have our bottled drinks as far mm-hmm. as like, you know, your Mexican Coke, different mm-hmm. flavor jaritos and mm-hmm. all that other stuff. 
I will say make sure you have a little bit of time because it is time consuming. Everything is homemade. So tortillas, everything is all homemade. So just expect, you know, that in general. Expect an experience. Expect a great experience. Not just a meal, but it's an experience that you're getting when you come to Cultura Mia. Yes. That's it. That's the open minded. Yeah. Just an experience, man. Well, thank you guys for being in attendance. And th- well, thank you for joining us t- today for really talking about Cultura Mia. We are so excited about the future of Cultura Mia, what's to come, and just the different um, variety that you're bringing to our community that we were lacking. And also just thank you for, as, as Latinos, as, as Hispanos, como Mexicanos, that you are really paving the way for those that are coming up behind you that a little girl, little boy could be looking at you and say, man, if they can do it, so can I, mm-hmm. you know, and, and if it's, they're from another country or they're from a small town or, or wherever they're from, that they can see themselves in you and, and see you successful. And they know that they can believe in themselves as well. Well, thank you. That means a lot. Absolutely, yeah. sir. Okay. And thank you for joining us today. It's been a pleasure chatting with my guests. Once again, I'd like to thank our sponsor, uh, the Office of External Affairs from Baylor University. Of course, to our audience who has been so uh, just supportive and following us. Uh, we hope that you continue to follow us. Um, and when you get a chance, please, li- to please visit Cultura Mia. Thank you. Take care. Y cuídense. This episode of Agoyo Hispano was made possible through the generosity of these sponsors. The Hispanic Leaders Network is a nonprofit 501c3 organization. Our vision is to develop and empower current and future leaders to make a difference in the community. To sponsor a future Orgullo Hispano podcast episode, email hlnwaco at hln-waco.org or visit the HLN website at www.hlnwaco.org.